Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. Guys, we're in Fort Lauderdale, Davie, Florida, just about 15 minutes from the airport. Come on through. Come on by. People from the nations come to Awakening House of Prayer all the time. A little less since lockdown, but we've still been surprised by our wonderful international family. God is good. Our services are at 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. every Sunday. Corporate prayer, Monday night. Corporate prayer, Friday night, prophecy rooms, healing rooms, most Friday nights and special events, equipping, training. We just taught on the role of end times intercessors yesterday. Isn't God good? It's about that time. It's time to pray. Listen, I'm the founder of the Ignite Network, ignitenow.org, contending together for a pure prophetic flow, doing prophetic life together. And I'm going to be tapping your knowledge for a new broadcast that I'm creating, and I need your feedback, Ignite. So look for that pretty soon. IgniteNow.org, the company of Sears is there, the Spiritual Warfare Battalion is there, the original Ignite, Apostolic Voices, these are our divisions. Go check it out, IgniteNow.org, God is good. I'm the author of our, dec- uh, our decrees, yes, our, our devotional victory decrees, daily prophetic strategies for spiritual warfare victory. And today's devotion, this is for somebody, I hope you're listening, somebody, forgive yourself. Today's devotion is titled, Forgive Yourself. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Jesus took on your guilt at the cross. You don't have to walk with the heavy weight of unquenchable guilt when you disappoint people or when you disappoint me, says the Spirit of God. The enemy is quick to heap guilt on your soul, to cripple you, so that you can't run to the throne for a shower in my love and cleansing by the blood of Jesus. When you hurt someone, says God, when you disobey my word, when you choose not to do what you know is right, or when you make an accidental mistake that causes trouble, punishing yourself makes you vulnerable to more enemy attack. Seek forgiveness. Forgive yourself and shut out the enemy 
says the spirit of the living God. Amen. Come on now. 1 John 1, 9, uh, 1 John 1, 9, Romans 5, 1, and Psalm 103, 11, 12 are the scripture references for your meditation. Now the prayer starter and the decree. Father, I thank you. Remind me to run to the throne room and obtain grace and mercy to help me stay anchored in your word when guilt and disappointment are screaming at me. I decree spirits of guilt, shame, and every dark force working to cripple my walk in Christ is incapacitated and disappointed. I declare love covers a multitude of sins in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we thank you today because you are the God of forgiveness. (laughs) We thank you, Lord, that when we confess our sins, you are faithful You are just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, thereby slamming the door shut on the devil. Oh, Father, we thank you that you are a just God. And while you hate sin, you love to forgive. That is in your nature. It's who you are because you are love and love forgives. Love covers the multitude of sins. Love gives grace of forgiveness When we sin and fall short of the glory of God, Father, we thank you for your forgiveness this morning. I'm telling you the truth. Some of you need to forgive yourselves. (laughs) Father, I thank you. I praise you. You are the most high God. You are the most honorable God. You are the most forgiving God. You are the most merciful God. You are the most gracious God. You are the most powerful God you are, the most divine God you are, the most, the most, the most, the most, fill in the blank you are, that God who loves us, who died for us, to pay the price for our sins. We thank you, Lord, this morning. We thank you, Lord, this morning that we can focus on your faithfulness. Before I got on the broadcast this morning, I heard a song in my spirit. And the Lord sometimes actually brings these songs to my remembrance because he wants me to sing them to him. Or sometimes he'll sing over me about himself. (laughs) Sometimes the Holy Ghost will sing over me about the Father in heaven or the Christ, the Lamb of God, slain before the foundations of the earth. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will sing, and sometimes the the, the Lord will put on my heart a song to sing to him because he knows that's what I need to identify with in the moment. And this morning I heard, great is thy faithfulness. (laughs) Great is thy faithfulness. I heard that song in my spirit. I get this phenomenon happens even while I'm walking down the streets of London. I'll just begin to hear a song and I'll sing it out. The Holy Spirit will draw himself to me. I'll draw myself to him. But this morning I heard great is thy faithfulness. (laughs) I don't know if you remember that song. I'm not going to attempt to sing it. But I heard it in my spirit and I agreed in my heart. And Father, you are faithful. We thank you, Lord. Great is thy faithfulness, O God. 
You are so faithful. Even when we're not faithful, you're faithful. Even when we mess up, you are still there to catch us, to dust us off, to cleanse us. You are faithful. You are always there when we need you. You will never by any means turn us away. Oh, great is thy faithfulness, oh God. We thank you, Lord, that you are very present. You're just as close as we want you to be. You are faithful to complete the work in us that you started. We don't have to try to muster up the strength to change ourselves because you are faithful to change us. Little by little, you're there. You are faithful with your love. You are faithful with your provision. You are faithful with your healing power. You are a faithful God. You are a faithful God. Jesus is called the faithful witness. And we praise you this morning, God, because of your faithfulness. I wish somebody could just get in tune with me today and sing the same song that I'm singing, release the same words that I'm releasing right there in your atmosphere, right there in your prayer closet, right there in your bedroom. Come on, right there in your car, wherever you are, just begin to sing the praises of the faithful God we serve. Oh, what a faithful God we serve. You are faithful in all of your ways. You are faithful even when we're faithless, even when we can't believe you, even when we're doubting, even when we're we're fearful even when we're anxious you are faithful you will never let go of us your word assures us that nothing no one shall snatch us out of your hand you are faithful to hold on to us we are in your grip oh God we thank you this morning oh we celebrate your faithfulness oh God you will never leave us without help you will never leave us without the wisdom that we need oh because when we cry out to the faithful God we tap into a reservoir a wellspring of life we tap into the, the, the treasure chest of power and the war chest of weapons you are a faithful faithful God and we're so grateful that you will never deny or betray yourself your own laws what comes out of your mouth it must come to pass you are faithful to watch over your words to perform them not one of your words Oh God shall ever fall to the ground you are faithful to watch over your word to perform it come on he is faithful to watch over the promises of God he is faithful <laughs> he is not a man that he should lie he is not a, a the son of man that he should repent but he is faithful if he promised it he's not changing his mind if he promised it he intends to do it if he he promised it he's faithful to bring it to completion if he promised it he's not reneging on the promise if he promised it he's not going to leave you high and dry if he promised it he's not going to leave you empty-handed oh if he promised it if he promised it if he promised it then he's working it out he's faithful to work it out he's faithful to work it out if he said it he'd do it won't he do it Hey, won't he do it? Hey, won't he do it? Oh, won't he do it? Oh, he's faithful. If he said he's going to do it, oh, won't he do it? Would you help us, Lord, not to be faithless when it comes to your word, but to have full
full assurance, to have faith, to have faith, to have faith that abounds. Oh, to have faith that overflows. Oh, God, would you help us to renew our minds by your word that we might have faith that's rock solid. Oh, we're standing on the rock. We're standing on the rock. We're standing on the faithful rock, the rock that will never disintegrate, the rock that never erodes, the rock that will never move, the rock that will never be shaken, the rock that will never be overtaken. We thank you, Lord. That is the rock on which we stand. Oh, Jesus, you are faithful. Oh, how do you like it now? Come on. I see you in your rooms. I see you dancing and shouting. God is faithful. Oh, we're creating a digital atmosphere. He is faithful to watch over his word, to perform it. That means those prophecies that you received, oh, some 10, some 20, some 30 years ago, they're still out there. Oh, God is working it out. God is making it so. God is watching over. Over those prophetic words that actually came from his heart that emanated from his spirit that he whispered to you in the midnight hour that a prophet released oh in front of a congregation those prophecies if they were true they will not fall to the ground God's working it out don't lose hope if it bore witness to your spirit don't let go if you had a yes and amen when you heard that prophecy do not dare put it in a drawer and forget all about it but pull it back out right now in this season oh pull out those prophetic words in this time pull out those prophetic words from the last era <laughs> because some of you didn't understand that the prophecy you received in the last era was meant to come to pass in the new era and I've got good news for you this morning we are in the new era that means you waited just about as long as you're gonna have to wait some of you have waited just about as long as you're gonna have to wait don't you know Abraham waited decades for Isaac don't you know David waited decades to become king over Israel even when, even when, even when he did start to see some movement on that prophecy, even when David finally did see some of it like start to shake and shake, even when Saul died, even when Saul died, David did not see an immediate fulfillment of that prophecy. It came bit by bit. What? It came bit by bit. First, he was crowned king over Judah, but Israel would not receive him. Not at first. He ruled over Judah before he ever ruled over all of the entire kingdom. <laughs> it's like he had a test run. It's, he had a partial fulfillment. Yeah. Beloved, the Lord is saying to you today, do not be discouraged at a partial fulfillment of the prophetic word that I spoke over your life. Do not be discouraged by a partial fulfillment of a prophetic word that I spoke over your life. <laughs> Rather, says the Lord, be encouraged because you know if I did one part, won't I complete it? Won't I finish it? Won't I bring the second part to pass? So don't be disappointed and, let, and sell yourself short, says the Lord. Don't let go before you see the fullness of my promise come to pass. Don't settle for half the word. Don't settle for half the kingdom. Don't settle for half the prophetic utterance. Grab hold and be encouraged when you see a partial fulfillment. Don't think that's it. I guess the prophecy was half true. Oh, Jesus. 
No, grab hold, grab hold, grab hold. And war through to the end. Stop stopping short before you. I just see it, Lord. He is faithful. He is faithful. He is faithful. He didn't make you a promise so he could just toy with you. He didn't make you a promise so he could just keep you in, in all, you know, torqued up, wondering when it's going to, why, 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 God, why, when, 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 God, when. But he's working out our character. He's working out in us what he needs to work in us so that we can walk out the prophecy. Would you help us, Lord, to remember that you're faithful? There's about 100 people listening to me who are just about to give up on the promise of the last season because the reality of the present season seems to defy everything they thought, hoped, and dreamed. You thought this was going to be your year, your time, your season. All the prophets saying is the decade of the decree, everything's shifting. This is the best time ever. And then the whole world begins to fall apart. <laughs> your whole word, world begins to fall apart. Plagues come, riots come, racism comes, all sorts of threats about the future comes, hurricanes come. You're like, what? What? Guess what? He's still faithful. Do you really think, <laughs> do you really think a plague can stop God's will for your life? He's faithful. Do you really think a lockdown can stop God's will for your life? Do you really think? No, you don't. I know you don't think that. I know you don't think that. You're too smart for that. Don't let the devil fool you. Joseph was on lockdown. <laughs> Joseph was on lockdown. Joseph was on lockdown. Joseph was on lockdown. He was there in the prison. I, I don't even remember how many, how many years he was in the prison. Left there to die until somebody finally remembered he could interpret dreams. And his gift made room for him. His destiny was secure. Your destiny is secure, beloved. A quarantine, a lockdown, can't stop God's prophetic word over your life. <laughs> it's not that powerful. <laughs> God is all-powerful. A virus, uh, come on, seriously, it can't stop you. You can still have the best year ever. I'll tell you something, and then we'll pray some more. But hear me, last fall... The Lord told me, gave me a vision, an astounding vision. And I'm not going to recount the vision. And he said, you're entering into, you're going to enter into a season of fun. And I thought, that's great because the last three years of my life have been hell. Capital H, capital E, capital LL, in neon bright, breaking, bright blinking lights. Hellish. Massive breakthrough, but a lot of hell behind the scenes. He says, you're entering into a season of fun. And we started to have fun. The Seer Activation Tour was so much fun. <laughs> We were going to London. We were going to Trinidad. We went to Israel. We did every. We, we were having a blast. And it was like a blip on the radar screen. It was like 10 weeks. That doesn't qualify for a season. I'm sorry. It was 10 weeks. And then the coronavirus hit, and we're on lockdown, and we can't leave the house, and there's not enough toilet paper, and all these different things are going on. And somebody asked me, I thought you said the Lord said that we're entering a season of fun. This is not fun. I said, I agree. <laughs> it's not fun. Ten weeks is not a season. <laughs> I know God's times are different than our times, but I'm not buying it. 
So I went to the Lord on behalf of my friend who was quite disgruntled. And I said, Lord, my friend wants to know what happened to the season of fun. What happened to the season of fun, Lord? And the Lord said, you need to change your definition of fun. Ah! You need to change your definition of fun. What? You need to change your definition of fun. What? So I go and I look up fun in the dictionary. And you know what I find that it means? Because we have all skewed our definitions based on our realities and based on what we want. Fun doesn't mean going to a carnival. Fun doesn't mean, you know, going to the beach. Fun, that can be fun. But the real definition of fun is pleasure. The real definition of fun is pleasure. (laughs) And the Lord said, you need to change your definition of fun. I looked it up and it said pleasure. And the Lord said, you'll find your fun in me. And you can find me whether you're in lockdown or whether you're in London. You'll find your fun in me, in Christ. You'll find your pleasure in Jesus. You'll find your pleasure in the Holy Ghost. You'll find your pleasure. Come on, are you getting it? And so many people were in lockdown and we had no one to turn to, but God, most people that I know in my church pressed into God, got deeper in the word, began to worship in their homes, and they found a pleasure in God that had eluded them in the busy season. I said they found a pleasure in God that had eluded them in the busy season. They were too busy to read the books they wanted to read, to study the knowledge of the holy, to get in that Bible. And they found that the pleasures of the world do not compare to the pleasures that we find in our God. So, Father, would you help us today to reassess our definition of what pleasure is, what it looks like, what it feels like? Because in your presence, there is fullness of pleasure. There's fullness of fun. You're a fun God. You like to laugh. You got a great personality. (laughs) Jesus was a hoot. (laughs) He went to the party, to the, 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 the wedding feast. He wasn't an old fogey. God likes to laugh. He's got a great personality. So, Father, would you help us to take pleasure in you? Would you help us, Lord, to find our pleasure, our deepest pleasure, not in a TV show, not in a football game, not even in a good sermon or any other person but you. Help us, Lord, to find and understand that our deepest pleasure in life will come from your spirit in communion, in fellowship with your spirit. Help us, Lord, to understand how much you delight in us. You delight in the prayers of the righteous. (laughs) And when we delight ourselves in you, you give us the desires of our heart. So, Lord, give us a desire for more of you. We seek first the kingdom of God. You'll give everything else and add everything else and provide everything else we could ever need. So help us to seek you first, to to seek pleasure that comes from your spirit. There's nothing else like it. The presence of God. Nothing else compares in his presence. Fullness of joy in his presence. Fullness of life, of peace, of pleasure. Pleasures forevermore. 
So, Father, we thank you today for pleasures forevermore, the presence of God. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness, even amid a lockdown, even amid an economic issue, even amid a political season, even amid. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning in thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fall not. As thou hast been there forever wilt be. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Summer and winter and springtime and harvest, sun, moon, and stars in their courses above. Join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness, mercy, and love. Great is thy faithfulness. We thank you, Lord. We ask you to forgive us if we've questioned your faithfulness, if we have allowed the circumstances of our life to infect our heart with doubt and questionings that are beneath you, God. Help us, Lord, to remember that you are with us, that you will never leave us or forsake us when the storms are raging, when the accusations come, when Things begin to look as if they're falling apart. Help us to remember that the just shall live by faith in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I want to pray through one more thing with you today. Listen, I want to pray through one more thing. I tried to pray through this a few months ago, and it never we never popped off on it. We just kept getting pulled into uh, the vortex of God. We're going to pray through this, though. Forewarned and forearmed. Forewarned. And forearmed. I was reading out of the Phillips version of the Bible, the J.B. Phillips, Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Listen. In conclusion, be strong, not in yourselves, but in the Lord. <laughs> in the power of his boundless resource. Put on God's complete armor so that you can successfully resist all the devil's methods of attack. For our fight is not against any physical enemy. It is against organizations and powers that are spiritual. We are up against the unseen powers that controls this dark world and spiritual agents from the very headquarters of evil. Therefore, you must wear the whole armor of God that you may be able to resist evil in its day of power. And that even when you have brought fought to a stand, <laughs> even when you have fought to a standstill, you may still stand your ground. Take your stand then with truth as a belt, righteousness your breastplate, the gospel of peace firmly on your feet, salvation as your helmet, and in your hand the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Above all, be sure to take the shield as a faith as your shield, for it can quench every burning missile the enemy hurls at you. Pray at all times with every kind of spiritual prayer, keeping alert and persistent as you pray for all Christ's men and women. And I like the J.B. Phillips headline on this portion. It says this, be forewarned and forearmed in your spiritual conflict. Be forewarned and forearmed in your spiritual conflict.
be forewarmed and forearmed in your spiritual conflict. What does that mean? To be forewarmed is to be forearmed. It means to have prior knowledge of possible dangers or problems that gives your enemy a tactical advantage. Would you hear me? It means that you know something is coming and that you're better prepared to face it than those who do not know. It means that you have prophetic intelligence into the plans of the enemy. Like Elisha, perhaps you have seen into the bedchambers of the wicked principalities. If you know about something before it happens, you can be prepared for it. Am I telling the truth? And so we want to be a people who, who are forewarned, forewarned rather, and forearmed. So that we can batten down the hatches. So that we can lay the groundwork to trap the enemy in the trap that he's trying to set for us. So that we can gird up the loins of our mind. So that we can not only survive attack, but thwart the attack. So Father, would you help us today? Would you forewarn us? Would you give us prophetic intelligence into the enemy's plans? We don't want to be caught off guard. We don't want to be hoodwinked. We don't want to be blindsided. We don't want to be caught from behind. God, would you help us today to see what we haven't seen before? Because too much is going on in the world and there's too much disinformation out there. There's too much fake news out there. And we don't want to receive our intelligence from CNN, Fox, NBC, ABC, CBS, MSNBC and the like. We want to see, receive our intelligence from you, God, so that we can be forewarned. We don't want to be left out in the cold and left in the dark and left without knowledge. We don't want to be left. We want to be by your side, led and guided by the Holy Spirit so that nothing takes us by surprise, that the shock and awe orchestra of the enemy will not play out in our lives. Father, we need to know. We need to know what we do not know. So we're crying out for you for forewarning, foreknowledge, Admonish us, God. Cautious us. Cautious, caution, caution us. Exhort us. Show us things to come. Give us Holy Ghost advice on what to do now so that we'll be ready for tomorrow. God, give us more than a hint. Help us learn from the lessons of this current season when we found ourselves not quite on the ball with what you were wanting to do. We found ourselves a little behind the curve with the prophetic intelligence. We didn't see it coming. We didn't hear the distress signals in the spirit. I know you were trying to give us a heads up, God. I know you were trying to show us what was going on, God. I know this wasn't meant to be a blind side by your spirit, but the enemy came in like a flood and we weren't ready. Lord, give us a, a word to the wise, <laughs> but make us wise so we can receive your word. Give us your recommendations, God, for the next season and we'll follow you. We need that prophetic intelligence, God.
We want to be rightly equipped. We want to be locked and loaded. We want to be outfitted in the spirit, well supplied, girded, fitted out. We want to use the right weapon for the right battle. God, would you help us today? Give us the foreknowledge we need for the next season so that we can do better next time around. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you want to sow into the ministry, you want to donate, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can use the Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Text to give 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida 33303. Guys, all these different ways are on my website at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. The mid-year prophetic update, guys, is not going to be on Facebook, okay? There may be later an edited version on Facebook where I edit out things that, that some people don't need to hear. But if you want to listen to this, you want to watch it, you'll get a special link, okay, on the day of the broadcast. You'll get a special link. The mid-year prophetic update, a critical word for the next season. If you want to get in on that, please go get in on it. It's jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com, okay? All right, God bless you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.